Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 261 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about a concert I went to this weekend. So fun. We're going to talk about college football, of course, and we're going to talk about the fact that Caroline is home. What a time. We would love for you to stop by our Amazon shop and check out the things that we love and love to use. It's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. And if you are so inclined, we would love it if you would leave us a review on the podcast app of your choosing. As always, we are so glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 261. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And I went to see Garth Brooks this past weekend. Listen, what else even matters at this point? What else even matters? Oh, listen, there are so many times that I wish we lived closer. I mean, of course, on a regular basis. But the fact that you and Aaron Moon were taken off to go see Garth Brooks at the Ryman, I'm going to just say that I was overwhelmed with jealousy. (laughs) I was, I was, well, I was 60% happy for y'all and 40% burning with envy. Listen, let me tell you. Okay, so you know this part, but I will, to just to get everybody up to speed. Sorry, Hazel snoring. Um, we had a very, a very vigorous walk this morning and she's wiped out. Oh, she's exhausted. Um, so Aaron texted me one morning about a month ago and said, Garth Brooks is going to be at the Ryman. Will you go? And I was like, 100% I'll go. So... But it was it was very clear, like the 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 little series of shows at the Ryman was called Garth the Ryman and You. So how could I not go? I mean, this is one hundred percent. This is right up my alley. If y'all remember, Melanie and I were obsessed with the documentary about Garth that was mm-hmm. on. Um, I don't know. Was that like a year and a half ago? I, I watched yeah, it. So, I think so. So many times. It was in the thick of quarantine. It was in the thick of quarantine. I feel like that, it was, and it was good medicine. It really was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, absolutely. Well, so the day that the tickets went on sale, Aaron and I, but we're each on Ticketmaster, and it said that there it was like that was a limited something that there weren't going to be it wasn't going to be to capacity I don't know if I agree with that having been but I mean I I think it was pretty much capacity but anyway Mm -hmm. um so we got on there we got on there early and then we both like it said it was moving us you know into the queue and we both had a thousand people in front of us and we were like well I don't Uh, really feel good about getting tickets yeah (laughs) so by the time we got into the thing where you could buy the tickets um the, there were there were like 10 left, but every time you try to click on them, it was like other people were clicking and we, we weren't able to get tickets. But before this, I had mentioned to my sister, who has worked in the music industry in Nashville for a really long time. Yes. And has some long-term relationships with people who are Garth adjacent. Um, yes. I'd said... Which is helpful. Oh, it's so helpful. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I had said, hey, I don't... I'm like... 
I didn't even ask her. I just told her that Aaron and I were, were going to get tickets. And she's like, well, let me ask so-and-so. Maybe maybe that way we could get tickets. And so um, anyway, all that to say, like, so Aaron and I gave up about 10 that morning tickets went on sale. And then about 1130, my sister texted me and said, hey, they held tickets for y'all. So Listen. we still had to buy the tickets, but the tickets uh-huh. were in fact available. You've never seen two people who are more excited about anything. So Saturday, this past Saturday, we left for Nashville. We drove up. We parked right by the Ryman. We went and had a delightful dinner at a place called Geist. Just a just a fantastic dinner. We went back for the show. And it was that kind of show where everybody was so happy that no matter, like in the merch line, we made friends, you know, like. Oh, I love that. <laughs> We talked to somebody who was from from Arizona. We talked to somebody mm-hmm. who was from Connecticut. Like people were coming from all over to see Garth. So Listen. we went to sit down after after we went through the merch line. And you know, the Ryman is like huge. You know, it's not like regular seats. And mm-hmm. we were in the balcony and it was, it got pretty crowded. But here's what happened. At what, I don't know, at 7.05 or so, they were like, the show will begin in five minutes. Okay. And in five minutes, it was like, ladies and gentlemen, Garth Brooks. And oh and, and Garth walks on stage with um wearing a Nike t shirt with a like a sweatshirt hoodie underneath it and some jeans and some work boots. Oh, okay. All right, Garth. And it was just him and his guitar. And mm-hmm. but this was the this was the just the most delightful aspect of it was he talked about his influences all throughout his career, at different stages in his career. And uh-huh. as he talked about those influences, he would play their songs. Oh, I love that. And then he would play his song that was the result of that influence or his songs uh-huh. that were the result of that influence. Listen. It, so what? here's what it was. It was a two-hour sing-along. Yeah. It was fantastic. Trisha came out, or Miss Yearwood, as he calls her. Trisha yes. came out. Um, about an hour into the show and sang with him for about 20 or 25 minutes. And then she came back oh. out at the encore. And then for the encore, he played like 35 more minutes. It Oh my gosh. It was just, and you'll appreciate this. Here's how you know you're in a room full of people who have, were really invested in country music in the, like uh-huh. the 80s and 90s. At some point in the show, he started playing David Allen Coe's You Don't Have to Call Me Darling. Oh, one of my all-time <laughs> favorites. Ah. <laughs> uh, want to tell you that the volume of the sing-along was both surprising (laughs) and and energizing. And I will also say when he sang Unanswered Prayers and everybody sang, I had chills from the very first line Mm. until the very end. It was just, it was fantastic. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. I want to go see him live so bad. I never have. It would be a dream come true. That just sounds amazing. Well, here's what he said. He said the reason why he was doing those, the three shows he did in Nashville, he, he mm-hmm. did shows Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. It's because after he finishes his stadium tour next year, he's, they're thinking about doing a residency at the Ryman. I think he said at the Ryman or the Grand Ole Opry. Maybe it was just oh. at the Grand Ole Opry. So it sounds like there's going to be an opportunity down the road to see him, but he's just, he's such a great entertainer and he's, yes. as everybody knows, and he's so down to earth and, he, yes. and he's so at ease on the stage that, you mm-hmm. know, I have a whole thing about ease and he's so at ease that it just makes you relax. You, nobody, you're not worried about Garth. You're not worried about whether yeah. or not he's going to pull it off. You're mm-hmm. not concerned yeah. that he's in over his head. Um, yeah. 
you don't feel, you know, sort of cringy for him because he's awkward in front of a group. Like he's, he's uh-huh. just a great person to see perform. Yeah. And it was, it was just a delight of an evening. Uh, I think it can be so hard to find a good devotional that really speaks to you. But one of my favorites over the years has been Jesus Calling. To me, it's just a great way to start my morning and reminds me to keep God at the forefront of my mind as I go throughout my day. And I'm so excited because the author, Sarah Young, has a new book out called Jesus Listens. Jesus Listens is a brand new book with 365 daily devotional prayers. These short, heartfelt daily prayers will give any reader peace, joy, and hope throughout the year. And isn't that what we're all looking for right now? Jesus Listens is a perfect gift for anyone you know who's going through a difficult time, who's looking for rest and hope. We are all so busy with life demands and wouldn't it be nice to feel more peace and less frantic? Jesus Listens takes just a few minutes a day to connect with God because God desires a relationship with you through the continual conversation or prayer. Not sure how to pray? Jesus Listens empowers you to pray daily, whether it serves as your only prayer for the day or simply a jump starter to your own prayers. Whether you give Jesus Listens or pick it up for yourself, it establishes a more consistent prayer practice. Sarah's words and her constant return to the Word of God will greatly enrich your prayer life. This new book, Jesus Listens, has been endorsed by Christian authors and speakers such as Christine Kane, Jonathan Pitts, Rosie Rivera, and more. Jesus Listens is the brand new book by the best-selling author of Jesus Calling, and it's available now wherever books are sold. It could make a perfect Christmas gift, and you'll want one for yourself to start your 2022 with prayer. But then, then we um, finished the show. I mean, we were just, what is life? Yeah. Um, now, I will say, there were there was a lot of up and down from the audience. And there were times where I wanted to say, I understand we're real out of practice with this kind of thing. Yeah. But here's yeah. how this goes. You don't need to have to crawl over people in the middle of the show. Yeah. Like, you're just going to have to wait um, yes. to get your refill on your drink. Or, mm-hmm. or whatever. If you have a medical emergency, then certainly we want to help you. But there yeah. was just a lot of people. I don't know. That part mm-hmm. drove me crazy. So it took about 30 minutes for everybody to really sort of settle down. But mm-hmm. so we walked back to the parking garage where I'd parked and we were walking up to my car and there was a guy kind of standing on the other side of my car. And he said, is this your car? And I was like, yeah. And he mm-hmm. said, somebody um, busted out your window. Uh, now, uh, I don't uh, know if anybody remembers that when yeah. I went to Nashville in May of 2020, um, mm-hmm. somebody busted out my window and really like tore up the inside of my car yeah. Um, yeah. in a parking lot of a hotel. Well, this time I felt so good about being in a garage, but, mm-hmm. but this time somebody threw what I can really best describe as a boulder. Sorry, wow. did you say oh. that again? Siri wanted me to say that again. She wanted you to say it again. <laughs> Siri could not get over this story. She said, I'm going to need you to repeat this story. It, what are the odds that you would get broken into in Nashville twice in a in a year span of time? What What are the odds, right? So uh, I took a picture and I texted um, David and my sister. And I was like, so I, my car got broken into again. Um, uh, this huge, I mean, like, I don't know, like cube of concrete that somebody threw the wind like three through the window oh and so we had a lot of glass in my car that Aaron mm-hmm. had, and I had to figure out how to navigate and then I had to call the police and then he did the report over the phone um he he said it was the fifth report of a car break-in he had taken that night wow so you know in the same area oh uh, he just said downtown I don't mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. and so um I to make a very long story short uh Aaron and I 
decided that we would stop at the Walmart in Franklin on the way home and get a tarp. Mm -hmm. And so Aaron had to sit in my back seat until we could get to a vacuum because there was so much glass in the passenger seat. And I'm going to tell you that that drive from the parking garage by the Ryman to Franklin and that was it. I mean, all we could do was laugh. It was so loud and it was so cold. And every time I I looked back, Aaron's hair was blowing straight back. (laughs) Like there was no way to escape. It was just, we were just in a moving wind tunnel. So when we got to Walmart, she ran in, she got us a tarp and some duct tape, and we fashioned some sort of something to at least keep the wind out. But also there was a spot where she could, when I needed to see in the mirror on that side, Mm -hmm. she could lift it up like a curtain. So I Mm. could, I could see. Um, And then we went to the gas station and we vacuumed out my car and um, anyway, I'm getting my, I'm getting a new window tomorrow. Won't he do it? And Won't. Listen. but I called the in, my insurance people today, and I was like, "Hey, I I need to file a claim, and you're gonna you're gonna look on my insurance, and and you're gonna see where this just happened to me in May of 2020, mm-hmm. and you're gonna think, what are the odds? Well, the mm-hmm. listen, I, as it turns out, strong, but, pretty good because yeah. odds are good. Uh, we're here, we are again. So yeah, I feel like anytime you park in a downtown parking garage or parking garage adjacent situation you know that happened to me years ago in Austin I was there for a baby shower Mm -hmm. and when I came out um my window had been broken it was a company car Mm. um so that kind of worked out but they stole I don't know if you remember this I have written about it extensively but they stole this leopard fur coat that I still (laughs) wish that I owned yes yes (laughs) it was tragic listen we'll pray about that again now that you've reminded us (laughs) thank you you're welcome thank you so, but it's awful. Mm-hmm. And I had to drive home saying like, you have to tape up like a paper bag or, you know, a plastic bag mm-hmm. over your window. And it does not make for an optimal ride experience. No, I, it was so, mm-hmm. it was, it, there were parts where, I mean, Erin really held the inside part of the tarp <laughs> for a lot of the ride home. As she also worked a, a outstanding playlist of country music from the 90s. So well, we had a great sing-along and there was absolutely mm-hmm. no way to get drowsy because of the noise. Yes. So we we had a fine trip home, but mm-hmm. it was just it was just one of those things. But, you know, oh for Garth, yeah. it was I don't know. I well, I would rather have someone someone not have broken into my car, but I yeah. would I would still go see Garth all over again. Yeah. You would not let it deter you from that experience. That's right. That's right. Yeah. When it comes to losing weight, there's a lot of pressure out there to label foods good or bad, but that just creates unnecessary dilemmas, especially at the holidays when I just want to eat what I want to eat. Let me live with my broccoli rice casserole made with cheese whiz. It's the holidays. Noom is here to change how we see food with a psychology-based approach that looks at what you eat, but also how you eat. Instead of making you feel guilt or regret, Noom empowers you to keep going and teaches you how to make some easy changes without feeling deprived. There can be so much pressure to change ourselves to fit other people's expectations, but it's so freeing to find things that actually work for you instead. Not everybody wants to be on a strict diet. I don't want to do two a days at the gym. I don't want to drink weird teas. I want to live. I don't want to have to weigh my food and count calories and only eat vegetables. So instead of trying to cram my life into someone else's idea of health, I tried Noom. Noom uses a psychology-based approach that helps you find something that actually works for you. I started it because my weight had creeped up on me over quarantine and I just turned 50. My metabolism isn't what she used to be and I just wanted to get things under control. 
I love the new map because it's a daily check-in. It gives me helpful tips like eating a handful of grapes as opposed to a handful of crackers with hummus. It makes it easy to identify green, yellow, and red foods and figure out how to incorporate them into my daily diet without going crazy. It's flexible for my lifestyle and it makes it so easy to log your progress. It's encouraging, but it doesn't make me feel guilty and that's what I need. You don't need rules to lose weight, just the knowledge and wisdom to help you build smarter, more sustainable habits. Noom's cognitive behavioral approach helps you unlearn bad habits and better understand your relationship with food. You can start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash big boo. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash big boo. So the big news with you is that Caroline Shankle is home. Listen, Caroline Shankle is home. And I don't know if you've seen the Saturday Night Live skit back home ballers, but it <laughs> feels appropriate. Like I'm going to say she came in with when we unloaded her car with a whole thing of dirty laundry um, that she didn't even bother to take her own tide in her <laughs> out of the bottom. Like it just the whole thing came home um, with so filled, so full of dirty clothes that I'm not real sure what she was wearing. It's a good thing Thanksgiving hit when it did because she would have been out of clothes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so but listen, I've been doing laundry. I'm just as happy. Oh, she got yeah. home last night. So Perry had been gone. He was hunting all weekend long. And so he was, he had been gone since Friday. And so it had just been Mabel and I at, at the house, which I'm going to say Mabel and I are never more codependent than we are when just the two of us have been together. You know what yes. I mean? Like she sleeps in the bed with me. Like I, and you know, normally we do not have dogs in the bed, but I let her sleep in the bed. Aww. I woke up Saturday morning and Mabel's head was on the pillow right next to mine. And she was under the covers. Yes. You know, like her, <laughs> yes. David was gone a couple of nights last week. Same. Hazel slept in the bed with me and she likes to get under the covers, especially when it's cold. It's awful. Uh-huh. Spoiled rotten. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So, um, so anyway, I'd had that, I'd had a, a good weekend and just kind of been home and gotten some stuff done. And then Caroline, I'd kind of knew that she was, she was hoping to be able to come home, but she was waiting to make sure that with one class, it was going to be okay. And then, so she, Sunday morning, she was like, I'm going to go ahead and come home. She was like, I'm loading up the car. So I was so excited. So um, she got home kind of late yesterday afternoon and we went out to dinner and then we came home and I made, I waited on her cause I was going to make chocolate chip cookies, but I was like, no, she likes the dough the best. Mm. So I was like, I'll wait on her to make the dough. And then we sat and watched Yellowstone together. Um, and I appreciated that halfway through, she said, do you think Beth is an Enneagram eight? And I said, I do. <laughs> I do too. I 100%. I don't know that. And I'm not nearly as far into it as y'all are. Uh I'm playing catch up on Yellowstone, but Uh I would say Beth is an unhealthy eight. 100%. (laughs) She is not really, uh, she's not utilized her strengths as an eight Uh um, in healthy ways. No, no, Mm -hmm. not so much, but she is 100% an eight. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's been great. It's been so fun. And I'm so glad we get to have her for a week, you know, because technically they don't get out until Tuesday. So we didn't know if she was going to come home until Tuesday or Wednesday. So now to have a whole week is so fun. And so I don't know what we have planned, but um, she gave a list of places that she would like to go eat and things that she wants to make sure she eats before she goes back and then Perry called me from the ranch and said, he's eaten so much all weekend that he needs a detox. And I'm like, well, you better buckle up because we're going for Mexican food tonight. You know, right. like if you want to get a salad, that's fine. But this is what we're doing. So, so what does she miss? What does she want to eat? Um, She wants to get a serious sandwich from Zito's Sandwich Shop. Okay. Um, she wants to get, which is like an Italian sandwich on this, like really good bread. And it's got like, I don't know, six different kinds of Italian meat and black olives. Mm. And it's really good. She wants that. She wanted good Mexican food. So we'll do that. Um, she wanted, 
what else did she want? She wanted me to make crawfish etouffee. So I'm Aww. actually making that. Um, and then I think Perry's going to grill one night. And then was there anywhere else she wanted to go out to eat? Barbecue. She uh, wanted barbecue from Barbecue Station. That's her. That all sounds delicious. Yeah. So, and then probably Chris Madrid's, which we love their bean burger, their tostada burger. So yes. we'll probably, so I don't know how we're going to fit it all in, but that's our, <laughs> with Thanksgiving on top of it, but it'll be fine. Yeah. So. It's good to have goals, right? Yeah. It is. But we, um, so yeah, so I laughed because like last night at about 1115, you know, and she's my night owl, but about 1115, we were sitting across the couch from each other and I looked at her and her eyes were so, I said, are you ready to get in bed? And she was like, yeah. And so she slept in my room because Perry was still gone. And, um, and she, we got in bed at 1115 and I'm going to tell you that I got home from working out and the grocery store Mm -hmm. and she was rolling out of bed at 10 till two. So that is, get it. I know. So, um, and now she's sitting on the couch. And so I think she's got some studying to do. I think she's got, she said she's got four tests next week when she goes back. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. But she said that she would rather have them after. Cause I said, would you, do you wish you'd have finished them? And she said, no, she said, because I, she said, I was so tired. She mm-hmm. said, I really needed the rest and then I can power through. So I was like, okay. Well, I'm glad so, she can rest too. She has yeah. to be tired. Oh my gosh. So tired. So, but she had gone because the last football game was Saturday or the last home football game. So A&M played Prairie View, which is a very small school. Um, that's about 45 minutes away from college station. Um, they played them on Saturday. And so she went to that game and now she's home. Well, congratulations, mama. Thank you. Very good. I'm like, I can't believe it's already here. Like that went fast. That did go fast. You know, I always said when kids would come back to school, like, and they would usually come back, like they would, you know, if they got home early for Thanksgiving break or if they got home early for Christmas break, that that was always the fastest time that first semester of college just mm-hmm. flew. Yeah, so fast. I mean, like, just hard to believe that it's already because I'm like, now she'll go back for, you know, two and a half, three weeks. And then she's home again for a month, which is just crazy and delightful and delightful. Yeah, I'm so happy. It was funny that was the last night I was looking at her on the couch and I was like, in some ways it feels weird because it's like she hadn't been gone. Oh. It's like, well, she, you know, it felt so normal. I love it. As I've gotten older, so much of life gets better. That is the truth. I'm more confident about myself. I'm a better mother. To me, I'm a better wife. I'm more secure in who I am. The only thing I miss is the thick, soft, shiny hair I had back in my 20s. I didn't even know to appreciate it until it was gone. And that's pretty common. 40% of women see significant hair loss by 50. Luckily, there's a way to restore your hair to its former glory. Meet Root Source by Pros. Hair supplements made with ingredients that are natural, safe, and shown effective because they're customized to you. Pros specializes in custom hair care, and now they also make custom hair supplements that help reduce excess shedding and spark fuller, thicker hair growth in just two capsules a day. I do not mind adding that to my regimen. It's worth it. Through an online consultation, Pros customizes your supplements to address all the factors that could be triggering your hair issues like age, hormonal changes, stress levels, diet, and more. Pros supplements use natural, clean, safe ingredients, not drugs or hormone disruptors. All formulas are toxicologist approved, gluten-free, and vegan, and they really work. In scientific studies, over 90% of women taking Pros hair supplements saw less shedding, more growth, and improved overall appearance in just 90 days. Try your own custom hair supplements and you'll get 15% off. Get yours at pros.com slash big boo. That's P-R-O-S E dot com slash big boo for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements. Okay, so you brought up football. Yeah, so y'all played, who did y'all play? Y'all also played a small school this week. Yes, we played Tennessee State and okay. one handily. 
Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, it was Mike Leach's 150th career win. There's a good for Coach Leach. I know there was a great video of him getting the game ball, and then Will Rogers mm-hmm. screamed, "Spike it!" And, no, I'd say- <laughs> and and he did, and and you know, Mike Leach is not the most demonstrative person alive, mm-hmm. but he had a, a funny little grin on his face after he mm-hmm. did it. You could tell it tickled him. So yeah, so that means we have uh, the Egg Bowl. On Thursday night. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to be ringing my cowbell in my head. <laughs> what I'm going to tell you. I mean, how great, you know, I love the Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach kind of head to head matchup because mm-hmm. are there two more eccentric characters in, <laughs> in college football? There's really not. If I could, if somebody would mic their pregame conversation on the field, I would really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but you also have the Matt Corral Will Rogers matchup, which I think yeah. is so interesting. And you have our passing game against Ole Miss's running game. Yeah. So I think all around, it could be a really fun game. Yeah. Now it will it will be a nerve wracking affair for mm-hmm. for me for my sister. Um, but I think it could be a ton of fun. So I hope it is. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a great game. I know. And then we have LSU. So we go to the Bayou (sighs) to play LSU, Death Valley at night, Coach O's last game. Coach O's last game. God love him. Listen, I really did think the other night, I was like, if you kept the coaching, like, and I know now some people have been fired and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I thought if you kept the coaching thing like it is right now, I thought, I really do feel like we're in a weird thing in the SEC where every coach really matches up with their school mm-hmm. right now. Oh yeah. I would agree with that. Wise. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, like personality wise, they all really go together. And I thought that's going to shift with coach O leaving LSU. And I don't, I, I'm, I'm. I have no idea who LSU is going to hire. I'm really, they've confounded me on it. Well, um, I saw something again. Th- listen, this is doing not one thing, but tracking and rumors, right? Mm-hmm, but yeah. I saw something that they were, that, that there were at least some people who were saying maybe they would get Billy Napier. But yeah. I, but then today it looked like maybe they're not going to get Billy Napier. I don't know. I know. I've seen Lincoln Riley. I keep thinking Dave Aranda could be in the mix, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't really know. And now it's so intriguing because you've got a, USC has a coaching opening. You've got LSU. Um, you have Florida because um, Dan Mullen, all those side eyes, I knew it was coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, that that loss to Missouri was unfortunately that was, the the nail in his head coach coffin as far as yeah. the University of Florida is concerned and yeah you know you hate to see anybody lose their job but it has it has just not gone their way this season no mm-hmm. no he was it wasn't a fit I mean and you know it wasn't a fit and I thought you know Dan Mullen you left Mississippi State and they would have put up a statue of you <laughs> but you that's a true story. It's true. And it's like, and and I think y'all are better off, but I'm just saying like, it would have been a whole different thing, but I thought he left. And I mean, I get it. I guess Florida was his dream job or whatever, but sometimes it just does not work out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so um, I thought that was really interesting, but overall it was kind of a weekend of football. I felt like just, it's, you know, it's all the games before you have all your rivalry games right. and yeah. all that stuff. It's a little bit of a placeholder weekend. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I will say, if anything surprised me, it was the Auburn-South Carolina game. That was a shocker. Mm-hmm. That 
was a shocker. And I thought, is it possible that we broke Auburn when they came to college? <laughs> oh, bless it. Or, well, there's also the fact, too, that Bo Nix is out, you know. Yes, and so that, that doesn't help. Anytime you've got to, you, I mean, switching quarterbacks is a whole deal. Especially oh, at this don't point. listen. Who are you talking to? <laughs> right. But at this point in the season, you you know, for better or for worse, you have a rhythm. So mm-hmm. to, to shift your rhythm at this point in the season, I think, is is tricky. But that was the... Yeah. That was the surprise. And I will say the Cincinnati game was a little bit of a surprise to me. Just, yeah. just. I thought SMU would have given them a better game. Mm-hmm. Just the kind of the decisiveness of that win. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I thought. But see, I'm hearing too that Sonny Dykes, who's the SMU coach, that he may be, there's rumors that he may be picked up for one of these. I've heard TCU. And okay. so I just wonder if there's some distraction there. Okay. Well, all and those, I there again, mm-hmm. I'm trafficking in rumors. Sure. I'm just saying this is. Yeah. This is what I've heard, and it kind of makes sense to me. Well, you know, when State played Ole Miss back in 20, was that 2017? And my Uh sister and I were at the game, or was that 2016? Anyway, I get, no, I guess it was 2017. Um, mm -mm. David always says, why does the time matter? Why do you have to get the date exactly right? When State played Ole Miss the year that Nick Fitzgerald broke his ankle in the first quarter, Uh Uh the... The rumor mill was going crazy that Mullen was headed to Florida or Tennessee. And, uh-huh. of course, I was like, he's not leaving. And then, yeah. then sure enough, the next day, Dan Mullen's going to Florida. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's, it's very I don't know how we find out these things, but somehow we do. I know. Well, it's all the rumor mill. Mm-hmm. But I think, so anyway, it'll be interesting to see. But I thought, but I'm going to tell you, I'll go ahead and tell you who my side eyes were. Oh, please do. Um, number one, and I knew that I, I, listen, I knew they were a farce and that is the Oregon Ducks. <laughs> That's it. Listen, Bless it. they got demolished by Utah. It wasn't even, it was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like how I was like, that is not the Oregon team that beat Ohio state. How did this Oregon team even beat Ohio state? And like, this is the team that lost to Stanford and they lost bad to Utah. Like it was pitiful. Mm. So Oregon, you're out. And I thought, and I felt, listen, the Ducks fans out there, I feel for you because that felt like the most A&M thing in the world that you would be sitting pretty and all you had to do was win right. out and you couldn't right. to be in the college football playoff. I get it. I feel your pain. Yeah. I would also say it feels like the most Mississippi State thing ever too. Yeah. 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 I, I know that feeling. We know this gonna, life. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that my other side eye is to the Alabama Crimson Tide. I would like um, to hear more about this. Listen. I think they have some defensive weaknesses. Okay. I think they have some offensive weaknesses. I think Arkansas nearly pulled that thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and predict that they're going to lose to Georgia in that SEC championship okay. game. All right. I think they are not the Alabama that has, we've seen in the past. And I don't know why. And listen, everybody was talking about, you know, they, you know, their offense had a great game, but I just, I, there's a big question mark for me. And then my last side eye is to Notre Dame because really afraid that Notre Dame is going to weasel their way back into the playoff. And I'm like, how many times are we going to have to put them in the playoff Mm -hmm. and watch them lose by 40 points Mm -hmm. before we say, Hey, maybe not because at this point, here's what I'm going to say. And this goes into my ICUs this week. Here's what I'm going to say. If we're going to watch somebody lose by 40 points, let's put Cincinnati in the playoff and let's put UTSA in the playoff. because They're both undefeated. That's right. So why not put them in? Let them, let them be in it. We're going to watch somebody lay an egg anyway. So let it be some other schools. I'm ready to see a different playoff. Right. Notre Dame's always going to get the benefit of the doubt. Always. They are. Always. And it's, it's a, I mean, you want to talk about a fraud. I mean, (laughs) they lose every, 
It's ridiculous. And I'm sorry if you're a Notre Dame fan, but facts are facts. I mean, it's just a whole different thing. And I don't know how they managed to get in it, but I think Cincinnati deserves a spot at this point, And I think UTSA deserves a spot. Okay. Well, if I think, I can't remember who I heard say it. It was somebody on SEC Network was saying if, if Alabama beats Georgia or Alabama at least plays them close, then there will yes. probably be two SEC teams in the playoff. But if I, Georgia and I agree with that. demolishes Alabama, they may not make it. So no. it'll be interesting to see. But there again, this is why we need a playoff. Yeah. This is why we need a playoff. We need to see everybody. We need to play in that way. And a Cincinnati can come in and a UTSA can come in. And I think an undefeated season, if you're going to rank them with us, then I think that if they're undefeated and listen, my, has my tune changed? Yes, because A&M isn't in that running anymore. So I'm feeling very benevolent. <laughs> okay, what are your ICUs? So my ICUs, I have to say, Ohio State. I, I mean, they they've gotten stronger. Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Like, they have, they're good. And I didn't want to believe that they were good. Yeah. But they, they really have grown as a team. And they play Michigan this week. I'm going to pick Ohio State. I think that they're going to win that one. And I think they'll end up in the playoff. And I think, like, I would love to see an Ohio State-Georgia matchup. Well, they've gotten better and better, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really have. Because, I mean, I was shocked by that score. Yeah. Like, I would have thought Michigan State was going to get. And see, Michigan State's a school that just gave their coach millions of dollars to stay. And you're like, oh, well. That may have been early. That mm. may have been early to do that. So that's my other one. And then um, my other one is to who I've already mentioned, the UTSA Roadrunners. I'm so proud of my San Antonio team. They're undefeated. They came back in the last 45 seconds and won the game. Um, and they've just had a great season. And they you have. think for a school that didn't have a football program six years ago, yeah. seven years ago, I mean, like, I'm just, it's amazing. So um, and that's where you think you wish there were a playoff system because I would like to see them get to play right. for something. To be in the mix. Yeah, to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. And so, and if you can't make it, you can't make it. But we put Notre Dame there every year. So what's the difference is what I'm <laughs> There it is. So, mm-hmm. Yep. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. Healthy snacks have a bad reputation, and let's be honest, it's because most of them don't taste very good. They don't fill you up, and they certainly don't satisfy your cravings. When I want a chocolate chip cookie, I don't want to eat an apple. This episode of the Big Boo Cast is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars contain one gram of sugar or less, two to three grams of net carbs, and they're only 150 calories. They're so great for anyone who's following a keto lifestyle and the perfect snack for anyone who's trying to eat better, that's me, and cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste, that's also me. Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars have a perfect balance of sweet and salty, a crunch from whole nuts and seeds, but still manage to be soft and chewy. They come in delicious flavors like sea salt dark chocolate, which is my personal favorite, caramel sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. They're the perfect quick snack to satisfy your sweet tooth without guilt. You can enjoy them as a quick breakfast, while running errands, after a workout, whenever you need a little pick-me-up, but you want it to be healthy. In addition to being keto-friendly, the bars are also gluten-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors, but they still taste great. I am obsessed with these bars and probably eat more than I should. So to make sure I'm always fully stocked, I signed up for a subscription to my favorite flavors, which saves me 10% on every order and ships them to me automatically. 
Getting these delivered to me on a regular basis has been a complete game changer in my effort to eat healthier. Try it for yourself and see. We have a special deal for our listeners. You can get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code BIGBOO at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like them for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. Monk Pack is delicious, nutritious food that you can count on. Thanks for sponsoring the Big Boo Cast. But I will tell you what I watched. So, because I was home. So, Saturday night, I was really like, you know, how you're just like, I want to watch something, but I don't know what I want to watch. And I didn't yes. know what I was in the mood for or whatever. And so, I looked on HBO Max and I knew that this was coming out, but I'd forgotten about it. But I watched King Richard with Will Smith. I'm, I, based on you telling me you watched it. I Mm -hmm. started it last night. Now, our internet went down, and so I've tried to finish it today. I still have probably 20 or 30 minutes left. Mm -hmm. But my goodness. I mean, it... So, if you don't know, it's about um, Richard Williams, who who was the dad of Venus, or is the dad of Venus and Serena Williams. And it's about their whole journey, like how that all started and how he raised those girls from Compton to ultimately be the greatest tennis players, arguably in the world. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just such an incredible story. Like in Will Smith and it is phenomenal. Like this isn't a spoiler, but at the end of the movie, they show like real home video clips of the family. And I'm like, it's uncanny how much he was able to um, take on the role of Richard Williams. It's such a good movie. It is. I, I don't throw this term around. So, because I don't think of it often, but watching mm-hmm. Will Smith in this movie, we, by the way, this is turned into a Will Smith fan podcast, by the way, because yeah. we talked about him last week in the, or week yeah. before last in the Oprah interview, but it is a, it is a tour de force performance. Mm-hmm. Just call mm-hmm. me Roger Ebert. Like, yes. it's, it really is. It is subtle. It mm-hmm. is um, controlled. Golly, he's so mm-hmm. controlled. It, yep. It's believable. He's mm-hmm. just, and, and I'm going to tell you, like the tennis stuff is great. And you know, I love a sports movie and yeah. and watching that whole part of things is great. But mm-hmm. the family stuff is really yes. like, oh my gosh, what yep. a, what a, what a beautiful story of family and how, yep. and, and the, listen, the highs and the lows and, yeah. and how, like we can have the best intentions and we can have, as he talks about his plan, I mean, you know, uh-huh, but, uh-huh. but how pride can run underneath that thing, uh-huh, but also uh-huh. so can a lot of love and, and a lot yeah. of, of care and, yeah, you know, um, but just yeah, sometimes in absolutely. imperfect ways. Yeah. Yeah. That he just didn't know. But I think there was so much, I think it's such a, and I don't want to ruin it, but to me, there was such a, the story at the, like you just see all along, like it really came out of him protecting his family mm-hmm. and him wanting the best for them. And it's yep. just, so it was such a, I was like, this is like a parenting story. So like, mm-hmm. even if you're like, I don't care about tennis, um, it's, it's so worth watching. And here's what I loved about it, especially Thanksgiving week. Like, as you listen to this, it's absolutely something you could watch with your family. Mm-hmm. Like it's got some language, but there's nothing in it. That's like cringy if you're with your in-laws or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. And it, I mean, there were times Alex and I were watching last night. There were times we laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, the the actresses he played Venus and Serena are fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just it's it's really really good, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's um it, it was an unexpected treat for me because I you know I knew Oprah had said she loved it and all that kind of stuff, but I, I was just 
really, you know, I can't, I mean, I've still got to finish it, obviously. I feel like I kind of yeah. know where it's going at this point, but yes, yes. man, what a, what a great, mm-hmm. a great movie. Yeah. So it's on HBO, it's, a great one. it's on HBO Max through December something or other, or it's at theaters, mm-hmm. but anyway. Yeah, totally worth the watch. Absolutely. Uh, I can't remember the last time I loved a movie like that much yeah. where I was like, this is just a great movie. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Melanie has some news. Well, <laughs> because she is on the sly. She's been working on a little something, something. And as somebody who has read that little something, something, I will tell you it is beautiful. And that is a new Advent devotional that comes out. This will come out Wednesday night and and. It'll come out on Friday, right? Yeah, it'll yeah, it'll it'll be up for sale on Friday morning, God willing, in my Shopify store that I have set up. <laughs> work out, um, but yeah. So I wrote. So I really at I think with Sophie and Retha's urging, um, and then when I told Gully, I think the people closest to me were like, "Yes, you need to do this." Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to. So because I really hadn't written anything since I turned in the manuscript for On the Bright Side, which has been like two and a half years ago, like right. or three, almost three years ago. And so I needed to get back on the riding horse and I just wanted to do something that didn't have to go through a publisher. And, you know, it's kind of the instant gratification instead of, I'd like to write an Advent devotional. It's going to come out in 2026, right. you know? <laughs> right. uh, so anyway, I just wrote it and it's just kind of what God put on my heart. And so it comes out Friday. Uh, there's a little playlist that goes with it that can take you through Advent. And so it's a PDF. So that means you can download it to your phone or your iPad. You can print out a hard copy if you would like. Um, I'm going to try to set up where you can have a little gift card if you want to gift it to somebody. Um, if I can figure that out. And so, <laughs> well, <laughs> otherwise, and, if I call Sophie and say, hey, how do you do this? Yeah, it's it, pretty much what's going to happen. Here's what I understand about that. It's just somebody has to buy it. And then Uh they can forward the link to the person they would like to gift that to. Perfect. That is great. That is, yeah. And I know some people didn't grow up with Advent as part of their tradition or part of their Uh Christmas season. I did because I grew up Methodist. Um, But it's just, it's, it's time to anticipate the arrival of Jesus, both the, the baby Jesus long ago and the return of Jesus in whenever that happens, but to, to turn our eyes and hearts toward Jesus and to await his arrival. And it's a really thoughtful, beautiful devotional to help us do that. So I'd love to read that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And and so, so what Sophie not going to tell you, she was also my editor. So (laughs) she didn't know that by me not going to traditional publishing meant she was going to get to be my editor and my graphic (laughs) design no, person you've um, done advisor. all that you've done all that but here's what I will say I told Melanie this because she knows this already but I read just her introduction that she has in the devotional and it was like oh my gosh I've missed reading stuff that you write so it's oh, if you've also missed reading stuff that Melanie writes and why wouldn't you you're gonna love hearing her voice again well that's very nice thank you well, it's very so true. um well now do you have five favorites for us this week have five favorites I'll be so happy to share here's my first one and this is not my norm because you know Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about nail polish and usually I like a a neutral 
I like something that is um, real understated. But last time I did a step out because I was about to do some speaking and I was like, I want my nails to look festive. Anyway, there's a new OPI color. It's in their holiday collection for this year and it's called Turn Bright After Sunset. It's a dark <laughs> gray and it has some glitter in it. Oh, but it's been so fun. I have loved it. And okay, and it, this is so not you. I know. This is, this is not a Sophie Hudson, but I love it. I know. But it's just, I would never have picked it for you. Not me at all. And, uh-huh. but I've really enjoyed it. I think because I have, I wear neutrals all the time. Now uh-huh. I almost got a hot pink when I was getting my nails done the last time. And I knew with that, I would get tired of it in like two days. Yeah. So uh-huh. with this, I think because it's more muted, I don't know. I've uh-huh. really enjoyed it. Like I will probably get it again. Maybe not the next time I get my nails done, but at some point this winter, I'll get it again. I've really, okay. I've really liked it. Um, okay. It's, love it's it. felt kind of different and, and kicky and fun. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, The next thing is something that I got back in the fall and I actually got, it's a pair of pants and I got them on sale. So I would uh-huh. encourage anybody who likes these, just wait for a sale. But uh-huh. I love them. They're the, they're by Pilcro, which is one of my favorite brands, one of Melanie's favorite brands too. Yes. And their corduroy pants, they're called the Wanderer. Now, they're, oh, they're good. They're so good. Uh-huh. And I will say they run true to size. They're they're not elasticy, which is good because they're a little baggier in the legs. If they were elasticy or if they had stretch, a lot of stretch to them, they would, it, it would be a disaster. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. Um, they, I wore them, I guess, last week at a speaking thing. Um, and they're, you know, they're, they're ripped and all that kind of stuff, but no holes, which is yeah. nice when it's cold for it not to uh-huh. have holes in it. And they're just real comfortable. And and again, one of those things that's a little bit of a statement piece. So you can wear them by themselves. I wore them with a denim shirt. You can wear them with a white shirt. You can wear them with a cute sweater. Uh, cute. Yeah, they're good. So those I love. Um, the next one, I'm not going to have a link for it, but at Trader Joe's, Melanie, I think I've told you about this. Mm-hmm. In you the have. cooler where they have their veggie burgers, there is an option there. It's called a vegetable masala burger. And so it's a veggie burger that has kind of Indian spices in it. Mm-hmm. And I get one and put it in the air fryer for just a few minutes to heat it up. And it gets real crispy on the outside, but it's super flavorful. And I'll slice an avocado on top or half of an avocado on top if I want something for lunch. Uh Um, there's also a salad dressing at Trader Joe's called a, I think it's a spicy cashew butter dressing. I'll drizzle a little bit of that on and it's like a perfect little lunch. If you, if you just need a little something for lunch, it's great. Uh It's, it's just, it's delicious and easy and a great thing to have on hand. Also, also not bad at breakfast with some eggs. Just FYI. Oh, Uh interesting. Kind of fun. Okay. This next thing, I don't necessarily need this anymore, but I didn't know this kind of thing Uh existed. And now I'm fascinated and I think this is the greatest gift. And so I'm passing it along. And, and here's what it is. If golly, if Alex were still playing lacrosse, I would have Uh these in spades, but they're Zippo refillable hand warmers. Oh, And so you open them up. And you put lighter fluid inside. Hold on. Uh-huh. And and then it it the lighter fluid gets in the stone that's on the top of the hand warmer. And you, uh-huh. you light a flame. I mean, you get a lighter and you kind of warm that up. And uh-huh. then something happens with the fluid and the stone thing. And they, oh. they get warm. And so you can reuse them over and over and over again. As opposed to getting those things that you have to crack open in your pockets. 
Well, that is fast. Listen, that's going in Perry Shankle's stocking right something? now. Yeah, that is, listen, who knew? I know. That's, I'm sitting here wondering, I'm like, how does that lighter fluid work if you're dealing with ammunition in a hunting <laughs> blind? Like if I... <laughs> well, that... Do we feel good about that? That might be something to work out. That might be something to yeah. think through. But... <laughs> But I just think if you are, if you've got to sit outside for sports in the winter, mm-hmm. you know, and they come out, you yeah. put the, you put the refillable hand warmer in a little pouch and then you just slide mm-hmm. the pouch in your pocket and it's, they stay warm for 12 hours. Wow. That is something. Okay. Well, I love that. I do too. I just, I, I discovered I'm too late, but mm-hmm. I'm giving uh-huh. them for gifts. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's a great, yeah, that's great. So if, so if somebody likes to, well, again, research the ammo part of that, but if somebody... Well, I'm sitting here looking, okay, so I'm looking on your link, and they have one that's sponsored by Realtree Camo, and so it feels like, if Realtree Camo, it feels like that that's hunting adjacent at that point. Sure. I think it's a great option. Yeah, that's a really good option. If we were still soccer moms, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I know. And mm-hmm. then the last thing I mentioned, I think on one of our gift guide episodes that I had ordered this and it came in a, like a gift pack I got of R and co that came with like a trial size of that Dallas biotin shampoo that I love mm-hmm. and a trial size mm-hmm. of the conditioner, but it came with a full size R and co thickening spray. If you have fine hair this stuff is amazing. Now, if you have really thick hair, I would imagine mm-hmm. it would, you, it, you might wind up in an unimaginable situation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you have fine hair, what for one thing, it smells fantastic. It smells so great. But right. it does such a good job if you put it on your hair when it's damp. It gives, it. It's there's texture, it gives you mm-hmm. control, and it gives you a really good blow dry. So now I have other stuff that I use. Like I still Uh use my Root Boost, my um, Lonza Root Boost. And sometimes I will spray, I can't even remember the name of it, another like finishing spray kind of thing on my hair. But I Uh love this thickening spray. And I really, really think that if you are somebody who likes the the Dallas Biotin Shampoo by R&Co, this uh-huh. is this is going to be like the the chef's kiss at the end of that. So oh okay, well that is that is good to know. It's really good. So okay, and doesn't take a lot when you you know just a few okay. spritzes on your hair and you're good to go. Okay, okay, I love a product that does not take a lot. That's like me with my Orbe, like my blow dry spray that is so expensive that I found out about from Jennifer Lopez and you would be shocked at how long I can make a small bottle of it last. See, there's also, there is a small bottle of this too. If you just think, eh, I don't know if I want to commit, you don't have uh-huh. to order the full size bottle. There's a, okay. a travel size bottle you could try and just see, give it a shot. Okay. That is very good to know. Well, those were great favorites Thank today. You. Thank you. A You're little so something welcome. for thanks everyone. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. That helped me get some, another Christmas thing checked off my list. So glad. So very good. We're headed into Thanksgiving and I know hard to believe. I know. So we'll be back next week to talk about the other side of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be on the other side of football. Mm -hmm. We'll know a whole lot more by next week. We will. So we hope y'all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and safe travels. If you're on the road or in a plane to see some people you love. I hope everybody has a great one. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye y'all. (laughs) Bye.